hour episode out of nowhere last night. They do that kind of stuff, don't they? I was not mentally, emotionally, or physically prepared <laughs> to watch three hours of 90 Day Fiance last night. All of a sudden, that third hour started. And I'm like, okay, what is happening right now? Oh, no, I need snacks. What am I going to do? I was already drunk <laughs> two hours in. I needed to pace myself if I were going to commit to that third hour. I think I remember everything that happened. But I, I start my alcoholic beverage consumption at 8 p.m. Mm. By the time the show is over at 10, it's lights out, time to go to bed. You have a nice pace going. That extra hour, man, threw me off last <laughs> night. I'm going to need a heads up, TLC, all right? Uh, but before we jump into last night's show, hi, welcome to Reality Bites. It's Megan and Jay. How was your weekend? So let's see. We started with uh, like light fixtures and stuff like that around the house, and then we moved on to organizing the garage. Not as exciting as Vegas, where you were supposed to be this past no. weekend. Now, your trip to Vegas was supposed to be for the NFL draft. Right. So I was supposed to leave uh, this past Monday and then arrive back on Saturday just in time to watch 90 Day Fiance on Sunday. Everything's organized around 90 Day Fiance in my life. So. Right. Right. As it should be. As it should be, but <laughs> none of that happened. I just got a lot of yard work in. That's it. So. Oh, good. How about you? You know, it was a traumatizing weekend. Kristen Cavallari announced she's getting divorced. I did hear about that. That was on the news this morning. I was like, really? Like, we're living through a global pandemic? Who cares what they do? I don't, why is this getting national news coverage? Jay Cutler is one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, man. Never been a fan of hers, but I do know they're getting divorced. I tried. I attempted some gardening. I don't know why people think... Think that that's a relaxing thing to do <laughs> i hated every minute of it it was like you know i had dirt under my fingernails my face was itching but i couldn't scratch it because my hands were covered in potting soil <laughs> and like it was a disaster and and i really it's unfathomable to me that people say oh like oh, gardening is so relaxing it's like what i did make a trip to the craft store had to okay. stock up on some canvases but you know what i noticed is that now when you need something or you're going to go out and buy something it's a mission to get in get what you need and get out as quickly as possible like the days of like leisurely wandering around a store and browsing are long gone so i felt really conflicted about it because it's like this isn't an essential trip but at the same time like painting is kind of how i'm keeping myself occupied and i I don't know that like i need something to paint on so that's true i did uh i did go to the craft store and then of course last night three hours of 90 day fiance it was a lot oh my gosh it was a lot yeah we picked up though i was surprised that they picked right up with david and who's gonna open the door at the apartment i was glad because well normally though they that big cliffhanger they would make us wait the entire episode to find out who's on the other end of the door so i was glad like you said that they went ahead didn't leave us hanging anymore david knocks on the door he thinks lana's on the other on the other side he's gonna ask her like what happened why she wasn't at the train station and it was this nice older man who opened the door and never seen the girl never heard of her he's lived there for 25 years yeah, i've been there since 1995 he yeah, said no and- lana doesn't know anybody like that, but thought David seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, but it's so funny to me how every single person in that part of the world that he's in right now is like, That's a scam. you can't trust these girls. <laughs> trust like, like the lady in the restaurant and the poor little old man who opened the door. And, and uh, they all have that same like, man, American men are gullible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I did not feel bad for David because it wasn't as if this was the first trip. Oh, no. Like, this is number four. It's been seven years hundred thousand dollars yeah absolutely you don't have her phone number like come on man like i can't it's so funny to me 
that he still, even as he's getting ready to leave and fly back to the United States, he's so confused. Like, what did he miss? And it's like, um, only every red flag that's ever existed. You missed them all, day. I love that when he's doing his kind of one-on-one on the street and they're asking him about the situation. You can kind of see him looking off almost as if, oh, maybe she's going to come. Like, oh, is that? Oh, no, that's not her. Okay. Still uh, holding yeah. out hope. Yeah, it just felt like he still had hope. And it's like, come on, buddy. And he's he really is. He kind of is that, that definition of someone who is addicted and so badly wants to believe the fairy tale of it all. And it's interesting to watch someone like that willingly put themselves on TV. Because right. it's like, I don't know, my only thought is like, oh, maybe he's just trying to recoup some of the $100,000 that she's cost <laughs> him. Like, maybe going oh on the gosh. show, he's trying to like earn some of that back. Right. <laughs> At least at the end, he did kind of like acknowledge the fact that, hey, I'm pretty much getting duped, but... If she texts me or if she, if she messages me again, I'm going to be right there again, like it's in love. It's a drug. It's so. a drug. Yeah. Because in, in his world, in his reality, he wants to believe that that girl, that blonde, young, 20 something girl wants to live happily ever after with him in his RV in Nevada. He had like a younger, 40-something-year-old blonde lady who's very nice and friendly at his fingertips. Anya, right? Yep, Anya. He let her slip away. Yeah, he let that slip away. All right, moving on. Who do you want to do next? Well, this was one of those rare episodes where everybody was covered. So can we talk about Yolanda and Williams, another couple I'd just like to get out the way real quick? So we learned last night, though, that we are now... A couple weeks right. past when she was supposed to go on the trip. Which was a little surprising. We thought it was kind of in that same like week or so yeah, time I always, period. Yeah, I, I always find it interesting when we get some sort of a time stamp. Right. And we're able to kind of piece together like, oh, she was supposed to have already gone on the trip, which never happened. The guy's Instagram account disappears. Then all of a sudden it's back under a new name. She's sending him messages. He stops responding. Then he gets this suspicious email. Now all of a sudden last night, some random friend is claiming to be speaking on Williams's behalf it's because a, he lost all his data and can't just create a new Instagram account like this is so <laughs> it's so unbelievable and the fact that she believes it is it's just just as unbelievable I'm dumbfounded I just don't understand even her children are like mom come on come like, on and she still believes that he was hacked and that the friend reaching out on his behalf is proof that he's not a scammer when (laughs) i mean like how you draw that conclusion is just mind-blowing like how is it that she's able to get a hold of you but he can't right and why wouldn't he just tell her hey can you tell her to call me at this number or you know or tell her that this is my new account or anything anything (laughs) um yeah and so finally her kids are like mom do you know how to do a reverse google image search and she has apparently never heard of this in the year 2020 right that's some CSI type stuff. I don't know. <laughs> that you can take someone's photo and Google it and find out anywhere else on the web it's ever been posted. Well, it was also pretty interesting to find that this is the first time her children had ever seen this man because right. she had a folder of his pictures on her laptop that they had associated with. And they're like, Mom, this is what you're going for right now? Now, mind you, she did tell her kids initially that she was going on like a weight loss right. TV documentary that show. So they didn't know about any of this prior to the film crew showing up one day. And it's like, oh, by the way, I'm actually on a show about the guy that I met on Instagram who lives on the other side of the world. But you could almost tell immediately once the kids saw the photos that their mom has been <laughs> receiving, like, they're like, oh boy, okay. Oy vey, here we go. <laughs> All right. So anyway, she uh, she is still going to ride this 
train till the wheels fall off. <laughs> oh and uh, hopefully once she sees that the images, this person that she thought she was talking to is actually some Italian model, maybe that will be the turning point. Like maybe you just, just when you think like, okay, now she's going to figure it out, right? Well, maybe if there's a reunion show, this model will hear about all this and maybe he'll like meet her and they can be at least Instagram friends in real life. I think TLC has announced there is no reunion show because oh. of what's going on. Oh, that's right. Because we're uh. living through a global pandemic right now. Uh, I don't Corona, think you've done it again. <laughs> that's it. Now I've had now, enough of you. Yeah, now I've had enough. <laughs> now you've affected my life so adversely. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> How about Erica and Stephanie? Let's do it. Last night was not super interesting for them. It's the night after the party where there's been the big blow up. They meet at a botanical garden. They have another one of these talks. They keep having the same talk over and over and over and over and over again. It's like a broken record at this point. It really is. They decide that they're going to keep moving forward. Uh, next thing you know, they're at like a boomerang maker. I mean, <laughs> getting the very authentic Australia experience. You know what I mean? I want to get on Erica because Erica's like, she's taking her to like these gardens and kangaroos seeing kangaroos and, and boomerangs yeah. and like she's really trying to give her the... Yeah, we need koala bears. Koala bears next. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so next thing you know, they're going shark cage diving and Stephanie reveals it's what literally one of her worst fears in the world is boats and open water. Stephanie doesn't seem to like anything though. I mean. Anything. But she's a good sport about it. Because you gotta imagine if there's something you're legitimately terrified oh, absolutely. of. Absolutely. The fact that she actually went through with it, I was like, okay, good for Stephanie. They go diving together and the big question is neither of them have come out to their families. Are they going to that's a big step. You guys have the chance to go your separate ways now. You spent a couple weeks together. You decided that the relationship's not for you. And I think the one thing about this couple, even though I don't necessarily think they're going to make it as a couple, I think this could be a big moment for them in terms of, yeah, of like telling their families about their sexuality. So Absolutely. And I also think it's interesting that uh, in the episode where Stephanie wants them to extra kind of cleanse and disinfect the mouthpiece for scuba diving, yet she got into a cab, touched the handle, and didn't use any Perel at all. Yeah, she seems to be very like a cherry picker about right. what she deems necessary or in need of disinfecting. Because now I watch her at all times, and I'm like, oh, she's touching that door handle. She's probably, oh, yep. no, that's she, oh, she just kissed a koala bear. <laughs> that's right. You won't kiss Erica, but she's making out with a koala over there. All right, Jeffrey and Varia. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Another couple that not super exciting at this point. I don't know if maybe have we just... The most exciting thing was the fact that she didn't know he was a, an ex-con, and now she does, and it's like... Yeah, and Jeffrey's like, oh, people are judging me. That's not fair. When you judged her, when this whole incident happened in the restaurant, he didn't know that she was still talking to that American. She just knew. He just knew that she had talked to an American before right, him, right? And he was livid, like, Flew oh off the my handle. gosh, you're yeah. a liar you lied to me. Blah 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 blah. So under that, I mean, she should. She has conducted herself very well. Yeah, and her family. She seems very even keel. Right. As they are leaving Varia's mom's apartment, Varia's mom is like, uh, I need. I want you to. Really <laughs> Really think about this, and then I want you to think about it again, and then think a little bit more, and then make the right and decision. And then make your decision. <laughs> and Baria admits that she's not sure that she wants to continue with this. And, and you can tell in yeah. her body language and the way she's interacting with them now. And then again, you got to give her a lot of credit because at this point, it does seem like she is like mentally checked out. Mm-hmm. 
And it would be easy to be like, you know what? You go camping with your friend. I'm just going to head back to, to Moscow. And, you right. know, maybe before you leave, we can meet back up one more time, grab a drink and say our goodbyes. I would not want to go camping with the guy after <laughs> all of this. I wouldn't either. But Igor is hilarious. I was like, what about Vary and Igor? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Igor seems to really like America. So I don't know that Vary is type anymore. Yeah. And he does tell her, like, look, Jeffrey is a very viable option to to get you to the United States. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. Well. But even the Igor thing is so weird. Like, they okay, they met in Mexico. Yeah. But there's no like English communication really. They have to use a translator app, and right. it's kind of like you've been friends for this long for why? For how? Because because he likes to camp. Like, right. What? Yeah. And and how many times did they go over? How many times they've hung out? No. Since that, they haven't. And so it's all very odd and strange that you have this weird guy Igor who likes to camp out in the middle of the Russian wilderness right that you're taking your girlfriend to meet for the first time like, right it's just very odd I always have lots of questions lots of uh, of questions that go unanswered when it comes to some of these people like what was the the couple what was it like Paul and Karini that the two that always had to use the translator right, app yes, even though they had like a baby and yeah yeah <laughs> and it's like that but at least in that case there's a romantic interest you know it's a guy and a girl so you can kind of understand why they would right. keep going but like in this case right like I've never like met a guy and been like oh he was real cool we met on vacation man I don't know how to talk to you but I'm going to keep communicating with you for the rest of my life <laughs> they probably keep in touch on Facebook or something like yeah, maybe that they have to I mean it's that's just, the extent of it it's just very <laughs> weird moving on to Lisa and Usman oh boy who finally got mommy's blessing it was a rough one too wow but how odd that just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the mom was like, all right. Like, she was like, no, 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 no. And then... I think she was just kind of like, look, you know what? You're going to do what you want to do. Yeah. I might as well just say I give you my blessing because you're probably going to end up marrying her anyway and it's going to be a big... Yeah, I felt like it was more of those situations. She didn't seem like overjoyed, like, oh, okay, yes. She did crack a smile for the first time she last night, which I was beginning to wonder if this woman ever smiles. So Lisa and Usman show up at mommy's house after being denied like three or four times. And Lisa's like, I bought her the goat and I went to the mosque and I... And I, and I. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ghost's name? It's uh, Barney. Barney. And he's yeah. over there in the corner just chilling. Man, and I, I said this because, like, you know, as they were setting up the shot, if you will, they were showing scenes from around Usman's village. And I'm like, how dare you show us those baby goats when we all know what is eventually going to happen to them? How dare you, TLC? They're like, the, they're like baby pigs they're and so like baby cows. So, they're all goats? babies. They're all babies at one point, And then they end up in our tummy and they're delicious. Well, I don't eat goats, but... <laughs> I get that that is, that's very common in other parts of the world. So, so anyways, even though they have gotten the blessing, it does not look like it's smooth sailing. Also, I mean, Usman has kind of been trending toward this, what we saw in this episode where he's gotten a little bolder, a little more vocal about, hey, I don't like this. And in this episode, he lays it down like, yeah. look. We are three days away from their wedding. They're supposed to be getting married in three days. And Usman is basically like, you do not control <laughs> me. You may advise me. I am not your child. Child. I cannot wait to go home and tell my wife, oh, from here on out, honey, you're able to advise, but uh, you're not in charge. You can advise me, but that is it. <laughs> like, What do you think your wife would do, honestly? Oh, well, she would uh, probably go to his, uh, if there's two kings in a kingdom, there's going to be a war, which I agree, but there can always be a king and a 
queen, and sometimes the queen outranks the king, and I believe that's what she's going to go with. Uh, so they argue over power, and he is the one expressing a lot of concern about, like, if we go through with this, am I going to be unhappy forever? And we're all watching, saying, yes, 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 yes you, you will, will be. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Who's next? Oh, man. Tom and Darcy? Tom and Darcy. Very interesting with Tom and Darcy, because I kind of started off, you know, Darcy was doing her thing, and then toward the end of their kind of scene together, it's like, yeah, go ahead, Darcy. Yeah, I mean, look, Darcy has now is now back in Connecticut. She seems like she is ready to let this thing go. It has not gone the way she wanted it to. Tom is not who she thought he was, and it has to be really disappointing, because keep in mind, they have been friends right. online for years. That's before- the part that's kind of crazy to me is that they've been friends for a long time so she basically loses you know a lover yes, and a friend absolutely and and so then in any situation where you're friends with someone and then you attempt a relationship and it doesn't work out it is a big loss because you're not just losing the idea of the happily ever after but you're losing that person that that helped her through hard times through hard times and um and i think they really the saddest part here is that they they lost their friendship but darcy putting unpacking putting all of her stuff away and we know that tom is is written her a letter couldn't just mail it to her (laughs) has to get in a car with a driver to i mean how far how far does she live from new york city right because he's like in manhattan or whatever she lives in what is it uh middleton she lives in middleton connecticut Connecticut, so let's look it up let's map quest it google map it (laughs) shall we because because that like taking a cab from the airport to manhattan is expensive right that was an uber or lyft or something like that right so and 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 it was was the suv one it was like the black car right so middleton connecticut (laughs) to nyc just anywhere in new york city will do how far is that trip that is a two hour trip that's uh (laughs) you might as well gotten a train ticket or something tom for the cost of a stamp you could have just mailed her the letter. It saved a lot of drama. So if if he had gone to, if he said, uh, you know what, I'm coming to New York a couple episodes ago, and I'm going to come up to Connecticut to see you because this is how important it is. I really want to talk to you. I would said, man, that's a good effort to make to do it in person and go see her. But because of what had already happened and transpired where he insulted her, called her, you know, so she had gained weight and all this kind of ridiculousness. And then to drive up there, it really felt like he was just doing it for show. Right. Like, oh, got, got to be on one more episode. Yeah, look at me. Look at me. I'm such a, you know, I'm, yeah. And he wants us to believe that he is this English gentleman, but as soon as he doesn't get his way, his true colors just come right out. Now, I did see online the funniest meme about Tom going... Oh, I deleted it. Well, that's a shame. Um, (laughs) About Tom going to Darcy's house, and you know he he sets it up as like, I want to apologize to her in person. I haven't been able to verbalize how I really feel about her, so I'm going to put it in this letter, and I want to hand deliver it. And in the meme, it shows him knocking on the front door, and she opens it. And he's like, what I meant to say was, have you gained a lot of weight? (laughs) (laughs) It was, I mean, I didn't really do that justice, but it was real. The meme like made me laugh out loud. So long story short, Stacy opens the door when Tom arrives. (laughs) They did seem legitimately surprised to see him like they, They that this wasn't like a staged scene or anything. Darcy comes to the door. He tries to give her the letter. She's like, nope, I don't want the letter. There's nothing to be said at this point. And as he's leaving, he leaves it under her windshield wiper. That's very eighth grade-ish. Yeah, very... Man, remember the days. Oh, Did yeah. you ever like leave a note 
note on your boyfriend, your girlfriend, not your boyfriend, your girlfriend's car. Like <laughs> how many times I like would write a note and then like slip it under the windshield right. wiper. And so in a, in a final act of Darcy showing her power, she tells Stacy to rip up the letter and she doesn't read it, which is pretty bold move. The, it, I mean, definitely is. It, it might like I might be more like Stacy, go get the letter. Just put it somewhere where right. I'm not going to find it. Because if she ever does wonder what was in it. <sighs> but that's why I said, like, when it started off, I was like, oh, come on, Darcy. You can take the letter. Like, you know, let's be civil. Be an adult about it. But then when I saw that she was really serious about, like, I'm really going to cut this off. And I don't want to know what's in the letter. I don't want to talk to you. It ended poorly. Like, she was absolutely right. You could have said all this stuff any time ago. Right. Like, not even yesterday. Well, that was or- the whole purpose right. of them meeting up. She w- drove two hours from Connecticut to New York City to give exactly. him that opportunity to apologize. And, and so he didn't. He can't like in. She's right. He always has to have the last word. And Tom can't just be like, all right, it is what it is. And he said as much in the uh, Uber ride back. He was like, oh, well, at least I got some sense of closure. So really, it was all for him. It was all for him. He wanted to feel better about the way the situation right. ended. And he then he has to, to bring up this new girl, Shannon, right. and like how he's leveled up. And, you know, and Darcy is same old Darcy. And she's and like, OK, but that completely negates why you went to her exactly. house in the first place. So I was glad that Darcy didn't give him that satisfaction of being able to get his letter and, you know, his thoughts. And, you know, because it might have said something nice. It might have said something kind of Tomish where it's like, oh, well, you know, if you would have only loved me a little more, we could have had forever or something, you know, how he likes yeah, to do. Yeah. So I'm glad he got none of that satisfaction. Right. And that he's going back. And of course, because he's Tom, he thinks that he did. But, you know, Darcy can have that little win this time where, you know what? She stood strong. She and- did. There are two people who are toxic in very different <laughs> ways. And so the two of them together never, never would have worked. But and- we don't know how this is all going to end out. Well, I'm done with them. So let's just <laughs> let them go now. Tom has Shannon. <laughs> Man, oh my God, oh my God! Do you you don't follow Darcy on Instagram because you're not on Instagram? I want to show you what she posted on her Instagram. Is it about Shannon? No, okay. No, 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 no. It is a like. Is she honestly trying to convince us that that is her? It's like a. It's Darcy's head photoshopped. And it's on, not even really her head. Like I don't remember her having that kind of angles in her jawline and stuff. It, but it would appear that she was trying to Photoshop her head on some lingerie model's body and it's it's to promote something for her fashion line house of 11 but like the most unbelievable photoshopped picture i've ever seen like i could probably <laughs> photoshop something better than this and that's what put tom in the picture as well and been like hey we're, tom, <laughs> we're back together and he endorses right? this product like it's just <laughs> you know you're 45 years old you have to be able to look at that and be like no one is going to believe that that's actually me yeah so if you don't follow darcy on instagram you really should to see this picture that we're talking about at Darcy Silva like what is she thinking like what is that um all right we have two more couples left Ash and Avery I'd really like to go with Ed Ed and Rosemary is that all right yeah uh Ed and Rosemary are leaving Rosemary's village after one night they made it one night and Big Ed can't cannot handle the conditions now he took a shower with the with Rosemary's dad Right, there's like a chicken running around, and there was a rat that Rosemary said was a mouse, but it was very clearly not a mouse. Clearly a large brown rat. Yeah, the the ceiling is leaking, there's no windows. The so electricity went out. Yeah, so, and here's what I'll say, like Big Ed has taken a 
beating on social media because he does have this very entitled American. He kind of represents American privilege. He does. In cast character form. But imagine someone like from last season, Michael and Juliana. Do you think Michael from Greenwich, Connecticut would have spent even one night in those conditions. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even. I can imagine him rolling up and being like, "Hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's get a hotel." Right. So I do give Big Ed a lot of credit that he went, he spent the night, and I think that people who are being relentless towards him on social media, and you know, he's my friend, and right, we, we right. exchanged some messages the other night, and he still seems very positive about this season in general and as a whole. But I do think sometimes when you put yourself in that position, like what would I have done? I don't know if I could have spent two weeks just because it's, it's so out of my comfort zone that I don't know if I could have done it. Yeah, two weeks seems like a long time to have spent there. I think it kind of depends on. So I also think, though, that if Michael was there from uh, Michael and Juliana, he would not have been as tone deaf. He might not have been told this, but I think he also, and probably because he has a lot more means than Ed, would have definitely been like, hey, we're going to buy a bed tomorrow for this room. Right. Hey, we're going to buy some more metal to put on top of it. Like, he would probably spend a little bit of money to kind of get That's things. That's a good point, too. To a certain level. And I don't know why Ed would. I mean, Ed did. He tried to do, like, the sheets and the barbecue. I think it, he's very funny about spending money on the family because of what's happened with Maria, the sister. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, but he's also taking a lot of flights. Like, I just noticed that even when you talk about Varia and Jeffrey, like, they're going from one place and then flying to another place. And like, when did commercial air travel get so cheap all of a sudden that you can just fly everywhere? Same thing with... uh, Well, and I don't know if it works the same way as in Europe, but when you're in Europe, you can get a flight really, really cheap to go from one country to another on those budget airlines like Ryanair. Um, But someone like Big Ed, who has spent a lot of money on this trip, hotel rooms... And how about that resort that they go to? Right. Like this very different side of the Philippines than what we just saw. Well, if you think about it, when he got there, he had a really nice hotel. Then the second night, he had to get her hotel plus his hotel. Right. Plus they went to, didn't they go to another hotel when he asked her to shave her legs? One, well, they, they decided to stay for one more oh, night. Oh, decided to stay one more night. Now they're uh, going on this resort to another nice hotel. Like he is, there's, He's spending some money on this trip. places. Yeah. He's spending a lot of money. So they, they are leaving Rosemary's village. Village. She says goodbye to her son Prince, says, tells Prince to say bye to daddy. <laughs> and uh, Ed and Rosemary are now leaving her village, taking a flight, her first time ever on an airplane. That was fun to watch. And they are going to a resort island, which is an American tourist version of the Philippines, right? Right, right, right. And I said this last night when I was watching the episode, like, when she's doing her on-camera interviews, can you not just see the sadness in her eyes? Like, yeah. she seems like she's been through some stuff in her lifetime. Absolutely. And once they get to this resort on an island in the Philippines, Big Ed decides to break out a bikini that he bought her and some lingerie <laughs> and then has to explain to her what these articles of clothing are are because she has no idea just nothing more awkward than him trying to explain lingerie and like 
how she's supposed to wear it up later and you know the age difference and yeah the whole all of it just the whole scene the is like the whole <laughs> recipe it's just and then just when you think he can't do something more offensive to her <laughs> he breaks out the toothbrush the toothpaste and the mouthwash and this is the issue I do have with Big Ed like there's a difference between being honest right. and going out of your way to embarrass somebody and how right. you couldn't say like oh well I noticed at the airport she had really bad breath like that's that's a that's a rude thing to point out about somebody it felt like I mean there's gonna be no easy way to go about that but I feel like that was definitely no way to go about so it just so insensitive at all like when you're back at her house or something like that you know maybe you break out the mouthwash and say oh do you guys have mouthwash oh I have some if you need to borrow mine you know I can leave it here or whatever blah 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 oh you know you have a toothbrush because I brought an extra one it's a electric one yeah I don't it's know a if nice you have one these. yeah you might want to try this you know do stuff like that right don't just you know here go brush your, your teeth your breath is really bad like yeah. he tells her like yeah. your breath is really bad not, not pretty not pretty do you right. understand not pretty yeah and then we find out that in fact she does brush her teeth and the reason that she has bad breath is because she has a stomach ulcer oh my god and it's the acid right. from her stomach ulcer that causes her to have bad breath and that's heartbreaking why does she have a stomach ulcer at 23 years old because she's stressed out every day she's a single mom who doesn't know how she's going to provide for her kid absolutely and that's what makes me angry at big ed is that it's like don't buy the girl lingerie give give something for her kid that she's struggling to survive here this isn't about you you putting a 23-year-old girl in a, in a lacy negligee, like, help her. And that's one of the reasons why I said, you know, when he decided, okay, we're not going to stay at the house and we need to stay somewhere else, you know, I felt like he really should have brought Prince with them. Like, okay, we're going to do something kind of as a little family. As a family. Yeah, because absolutely. Because that, that is absolutely going to be his life if they decide to move forward. It's not like he's going to just be able to leave his kid, her kid, their kid. Behind. Behind. Right. While they go Prince do stuff. Prince is coming too. Right. So you might but as well he is so much more focused on getting laid. <laughs> that's why Prince isn't there because then oh, yes. he's not going to get laid. So she takes the toothbrush, the toothpaste, and as she's storming off into the bathroom, he's like, he's I like, love you. And she's like saying, you're ugly <laughs> in her native tongue. And that, so I wondered, is she like saying it like you're physically ugly or was she saying like, you know, you call you're someone rude, like, like you're, you're an ugly person. Right. So, well, regardless of what she meant, <laughs> it came out, you're ugly. <laughs> and that's where you were pointing about uh, her looking like just, you know, broken as a person yeah. on her on-camera interviews. She says that, you know, he made me really feel small. Yeah. And yes. it's not the first time that he's done that right. with the STD test, with yes. not trusting her. He makes her feel this way very often. Right. And it's, you know. Shame. He's making her feel shame. Yes. And And that's that's <clears throat> my, my big issue with him. So he's still plans on proposing to her but they're gonna go to a monkey park some sort of <laughs> tourists get to get up close and personal with the monkeys and very this seems like a bad idea and very quickly big ed <laughs> he was very excited at first he's like oh cool monkey. the monkeys the monkeys and all of a sudden he's terrified of the monkeys <laughs> no get me out of here monkeys because you, you gotta imagine like they really those monkeys really <laughs> zeroed in on him you know what i mean like they stole the banana out of his backpack they and were chasing him. That's one of those things where you wonder, like you said, is it a setup? Because his backpack was clearly open. You can see the bag hanging out the back. Right. And so the monkeys know. They're not dumb. They know that, oh, those are the bags that have bananas in them. Yeah. So of course they're going to jump on your back and try to steal the bananas Right. Out. Right. So yeah, that was probably like one of the production people that was like, oh, no, no, no. You got to leave it a little open so you can just reach in and grab the banana. And like <laughs> knowing full well what was about to happen. So he 
is like, I don't like monkeys anymore. I want to go back to the hotel. And their trip to the monkey park gets cut short. And Rose, sweet Rose Marie, is just, she finds it all very amusing. But she she is so accommodating to his difficult incapability to handle anything about the Philippines. Like, yeah. he couldn't do the market. It was too hot. He needed air conditioning. It was very like, reminiscent of the market. Right, and all that right. Stuff, yeah. um, as soon as he is even an inch outside of his comfort zone, he has to go back to where he feels safe, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. a resort um, or some sort of like... Acon. He needs hot- Acon immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hotel accommodation. So once they're back at the resort, they have this really nice poolside dinner. That was really nice. And I will say, I like that she's getting to have these experiences, Absolutely. like getting to go on an airplane for the first time, getting to have a nice meal poolside. She deserves that. Absolutely. And this is where she is hoping to get the proposal because she wants a better life for herself and her child. And before he proposes, he yet again, all of his insecurities, I want someone who loves me for me and, you know, someone who's always going to be by my side. And, and that, like I've said many times, is, is probably one of the least attractive qualities in somebody else is that, but you like me for me, right? They, like, need, they need constant validation. Constant re- <clears throat> reaffirmation that like, Yes, I like you. Yes. As if that couldn't get weird enough. So she says, oh, well, you know, do you want that from me? Do you want me to be that person? So she, like you said, she's very willing to give of herself to try to get this better life. And instead of him being like, yes, he says, well maybe yeah there's yeah. one issue right that i need to res- you know resolve first right and now he brings up that maria rosemary's sister asked him for money and then asked him not to tell rosemary and he's trying to figure out if rose had any involvement in it if she knew about it and again yet yet another thing that i'm sure you're being filmed by a camera crew would be like are you kidding me right, right. now like after everything else like you're gonna bring this up try to make me look like maybe Maybe I'm part of trying to get you to pay for our store. And the nerve Um, of him to ask be like, well, I have something I don't know if I quite trust you about, but uh, we can wait until after we eat first. So I want to make sure I enjoy this meal. I want to enjoy this meal. (laughs) And did you see her leg shaking under the table? Yes. God, the anxiety that that poor girl must be experiencing. She's always on edge at this point with him because she just never knows what's going to trigger him, basically. Yeah, yeah. So we leave off where they have now agreed that they're all going to sit down and talk about it. Rose says, I want to I want to ask my sister, hear her side of the story. And She does say that she had no idea about it. Yep. I am curious how the sister is going to react when she's like confronted about it. The sister feels like, I don't know, but it feels like the sister is going to not be too amused. Yeah, it, The sister has not been too amused about anything, anything this whole at time. All. Exactly. <laughs> and last but not least. Oh my gosh. Ash and Avery. Oh my gosh. I have, I, could want in more. I have so many questions about this <laughs> seminar. I'm, I was like, I, have I questions couldn't even. about everything now. Everything. Okay. So Avery has one week left on her trip where she has to figure out whether or not Ash is the guy that she thinks he is. Mind you, she still hasn't met his ex-wife. She still hasn't met Taj. Right. One week left to go on her trip and she still hasn't met the kid. I thought you were going to say she has one week left to figure out how to say Melbourne. Or is it Melbourne? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we find out that Saturday morning, the next day, Ash is having a seminar. He is having a seminar. And I brought up the Melbourne thing because you could tell in the car ride, he was getting kind of annoyed that she was saying Melbourne, which is probably how we would say it because it has an R in it and yeah. it looks like born like the born identity but i guess they don't really say it that way they still kind of like melbourne yeah melbourne. i mean he's i think at this point he's looking for any way to like flip this situation around on her because that's what gaslighters do right and that's what i've said all along
song is like when a gaslighter feels backed into a corner, they start trying to like flip the script and make you feel like you're in the wrong. Like you're the one who's distrustful and that's right. that's dangerous in a relationship. Mind you, she has every reason to question Absolutely. the actual dynamics of what of he does. Because when she was saying it, she was just saying, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get back. And then, you know, she pronounced it how she pronounced it very innocently. And he's kind of like, oh, baby, you said it wrong, which, okay, that's fine. You can correct her. Sure. But then when she wasn't getting it, she's like, oh, isn't there an R? He's like, you know what? You just say it however you want. Right. Very dismissive. Very right. just like, whatever. I'm done trying to yeah. culture you. Yeah. So the seminar, I'm like, I need to know how much money these people paid right. to attend this seminar. I thought there was going to be like a book or something at the end or something that he was trying to sell. But apparently- I need to know how they found out about this seminar. One girl said that she heard from her friend that he was really good. So that made me wonder, okay, because we're going to get into it, but the seminar was horrible. Oh my God. So is he much better kind of on a one-on-one, which, you know. Well, I do know he does these Instagram videos where he <laughs> gives these talks on different subject matters. Mm. And I'm like, are these are these maybe people who follow him on social media? Right. Are they Instagram live or is it just like an Instagram video that he puts out and people... No, no it's just an Instagram video uh, that so he there's like, no, out. yeah, there's no kind of yeah, there's no interaction, no interaction. People nope. want, mm-hmm, that yeah. explains a lot. Yeah, so there's like six women at this seminar, and Avery's in the back. Oh my gosh! And let the mansplaining begin. Oh my gosh! And it was I bad. It was it was painful. It was painful. Like it was when I painful. watched it first, because they broke it up into two sections, and he had to take a break, and we can get into the sections. But when I was watching the first one, it was so bad that I was like, I don't even know if I like. Really is wanna... this really happening right now? And I now? didn't really want to see the second one because I really felt bad for him. Yeah. Just for that person, I don't feel bad for him as a person because I think he's kind of douchey. But anyway, it was such a horrible presentation. That and he, he was forth. taking it so seriously. He was like he, and that's where I love that Avery's like, wait a minute, does he actually believe the things that he's saying? Right and then now? it made like you, I had a lot of questions. Like, wait a minute, so I know that he does this uh, life coaching or you know relationship coaching. Has he gone to school for any of this? Is any of this stuff what? Yeah, what is his background? Where are his resource, you know, or resource information for any of the stuff he's saying? right now like is he just making, is he just it? making it all up right because like, it was you know it feels like ash red men are from mars women, women are, are from, from venus, venus and he's just gonna try to in his best words just try to regurgitate that book about how men and women communicate differently even if you were when he started talking about the boxes and then the women are connected women are like shopping he's like we have a nothing box and we just it's just nothing and you know we're just kind of whatever which is fine i kind of agree with that a little bit but then he was like you guys want to get into our box and you want to decorate it. I'm like, whoa, man, why would you use that reference? Like, right. decorating, yeah. oh, they want to bake cakes in it too? Like, right. what What are you doing, sir? Like, women should stay home, like grandparents. Your grandparents and... were very happy when your grandma would just stay home and then your granddad was supposed to get the money. And it's like, wait a minute, is this the same guy we've it, been watching? It was. And so, yeah, so all these women are kind of like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and so as they start pushing back, he doesn't know what to do because he doesn't have any real answers. So he needs to take a break. Oh, my God. And that one girl that they kept focusing on, the one that was really pushing back hard, was kind of like... He's out of his depth. There is absolutely nothing that a modern woman could take away from what he just said. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And Avery in the back is just like, I can't believe this is happening. 
happening? Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So it, he comes back, round two. Love not, languages. Not any better. And the thing was, is that's like, I could almost see where there was some, you know, interesting stuff that might have been, there might have been something there. I don't know what was there, but there might have been something there. He's talking about love languages, like the way that people kind of communicate and how they express love and that determines their personality. But then he had to make it into, well, you know, women are feminine and men are masculine and yeah. that's just the way it is. And the right. girl's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, there's masculine and feminine in all of us. Right. Well, no, 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 no. You don't understand because, you know. And he was so dismissive. He was very dismissive. Of the people who were paying to take his seminar. And, you know, opposites attract. So if you have two people who are balanced, that's not going to work. Really? You don't think a balanced relationship works, sir? It was just bizarre. And sure enough, when Avery, and I give her a lot of credit because when he walked out of the room, she followed him and was trying, I feel like trying to like help him and pep talk him a little bit and it was it was just it i have no words like i like i hope every single seminar person in attendance got a refund like i hope they all just demanded their money back right and sure enough as this this whole thing this whole train wreck of like i'm using air quotes to say seminar because that's so not what it was oh my god and he just exposed himself as a total fraud and avery who is now asking him very level-headed questions and here it comes it's he's it's, building you can see it building with yeah. him they're taking a walk on the pier yeah. and it's a little while after the seminar has ended and he's trying to come down because he's still upset and she's trying yeah, like, she's like well how do you think it went right <laughs> she's both consoling and she's trying to get some answers because she's very concerned at this point yeah. because some of the stuff he was saying was just ridiculous and she even says like i is this who he really is like what in what <laughs> it was yeah so anyways it the foreshadowing is that you know he's the one now who's going to be like i'm done she's you know she doesn't understand me she doesn't she's she's trying to make me look bad and yeah i mean he walks off to you know and she He's like following him, trying to hold his hand. He's just like, I don't want to. And then he walks to his car and the producer step in like, hey. Yeah, you, can, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you can't just leave her here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Avery. I, she really has emerged as like one of my favorite people of the season because she's a no BS. She is. You know, she's very she's a lot brighter than most of the people who come on the show. Like she seems very level headed, very realistic. She has her eyes wide open. She is not living in la la delusional land. And she wants to know what's the real deal here. And that's what I really like about her. I do like her, too. I like Varya, too. I think Varya is, you know, she's very kind of carefree. And still, I think she has a, a level of level-headedness yeah. that hopefully she sees through the Jeffrey thing. And she'll be like, you know what? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Have a nice fun. trip home. <laughs> I'll then, find another American. <laughs> and Erica and Stephanie are definitely the couple that I'm really kind of pulling for to yeah. kind of work their things out. Well, and I do like that even <clears> as they're having so many conflicts in the in the short time that they've been together, that they, they do still find find a way to come back together right. and to understand that, you know, you're two very different people who are meeting for the first time. Of course, there are going to be bumps in the road along the way and getting over those bumps and coming back together is, is a sign that there is hope in that relationship. And I think a lot of that comes from Erica, which is a little bit surprising. You know, you would think from her, the but way she dresses and the way she acts, you would think, oh, she might not be that person. But Stephanie does seem to realize on this trip that she, she has a lot of, of shortcomings she needs to work on. Absolutely. All right. So another episode of 90 Day Fiance. Uh, this is before the 90 days, right? Yes. <laughs> we'll be on Sunday night on TLC. We'll be back one week from today with a new episode. Don't forget to find Reality Bites on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and subscribe.